high five. All right. Well, we're here for another Beyond Synth High Five for May the 3rd, 2019. And today I am with Marco. That's right. You're joined by me, Marco. Marco Medic. So how are you doing? I'm doing really good, man. I'm, uh, I've got another five premium tracks to play this week following on from Julian last week. Mm. And I was just talking to Jazzy. There's something in Synthwave. I don't know what it is. About April is usually a really good month for music. I don't know where whether it's the weather starting to get warmer or there's some other factor, but man, there's a lot of good music out at the moment or just been released in the last two to three weeks. Is that a thing you just discovered or is that a thing you've always known? No, I kind of always known, but Jazzy brought it up again and I'm like, yeah, damn straight it is. You know, like I had trouble <laughs> just picking five songs. I'm like, we're going to start doing high 10, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I had so much trouble picking which five. I mean, it could have been anyone. You know, there's so many songs. So, mm. very exciting stuff, Andy. High praise for the musicians involved. Yeah, so I, I'm not doing too much. I've been watching Game of Thrones. No spoilers, of course. Mm. But uh, I think everyone's been talking about that. And the people that don't watch it are absolutely bloody sick of everyone talking about it. So I see a lot of repetitive posts. That's why social media <laughs> bores me is when people sort of say things you've just seen other people say constantly. I mean, obviously, a lot of us share certain opinions, but it's like when you word it the exact same way and you don't even put your own spin on it, because mm. I see that a lot, too. People are like, am I the only one who doesn't watch Game of Thrones? <laughs> like, geez, I've never seen anyone write that on social media before. What, a, what an interesting observation you've made. <laughs> Yeah, that's so true. I've seen so many of those posts. Anyway, saying the same thing, yeah. <laughs> I don't think Game of Thrones is bad. I don't think you did either. No. But it was definitely not up to par with, I think, previous battle episodes they've done. And Indeed. There was a few things that were frustrating about it, yeah, and it could have been done better, but it, it was still good. Well, how about this, man? Let's get this fucking show on the road here. So what, what right, do you got for all me? All right, all right. Well, I was going to dedicate this week's high five to the people that, you know, say that Synthwave might be stale or boring or repetitive. This isn't like a uh -huh, you know, you're wrong, but I'm just saying like there really is a lot of good music in the scene and if you dig a little bit, you will find it. You know, it, it, it really is new creative original stuff coming out for a scene that is based on uh, nostalgia, you know, the 80s. So first up we've got Swedish synth maestro who really doesn't need any introduction. That's Mitch Murder. He's got a new track out and I think a lot of people have been enjoying it and it is called Prism. Awesome. Well, let's check it out. This is Prism by Mitch Murder.
And that was Prism by Mitch Murder, Marco's first pick of the week. Yeah, these are picks of the week, right? I guess they are. Yeah, yeah, the top high five picks of the week, yeah. The best of the best. Yeah, well, Mitch Murder always delivers the goods. Yeah, I mean, I was umming and ahhing with the plane because he's so well known. I do like to play artists that aren't you know, getting a lot of attention. But at the same time, I don't want to be biased. If a song's really fucking good, how can you look past it? So that, that's one of his best songs that I've ever heard, I think. it is. That was really impressive. I know you liked it too, Andy. What if I just phone him on Facebook <laughs> and then if he picks up, just hit record and not even ask him and then just release that as a... <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that be great? I know, that's actually not bad. That's not a bad idea. I've tried to hit him up for interviews so many times and he just, nah, he's not interested. No, he isn't, but I think that would be really funny. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great. <laughs> we chat, but like, I feel like if I called him, he would never pick up because he'd probably suspect that I would do that. <laughs> so like, now you're giving people ideas too. Yeah. <laughs> he's going to be getting a, a flood of calls now. <laughs> <laughs> The thing is, he's probably got pretty good English. I mean, all the all the Swedish people I've talked to have all got know English quite well, you know. So oh, yeah. I'm sure he can actually communicate in English. It's just, uh, it just yeah. No, I respect his privacy, so don't call him, guys. Mm. <laughs> I respect nothing, so I'm going to call him right now. And uh... yeah. <laughs> yeah, we can have a three way conversation. That'd be great. Three way. Oh dear. Um. All right, man. Well, how about uh, you got uh, more? <laughs> <laughs> you got more. <laughs> I've got more. So the second pick this week is from French producer. He is uh, one of my favorite producers for a long time now, and that is Tommy86. He's got a brilliant new track called Phoenix. Cool, man. Well, let's check it out. I'm looking right now on SoundCloud, and the top comment says, That boy Tommy86 is back. Absolutely love your work, bro. Keep it up for show. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, good work, Clarence. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> That's great, man. All right, man. Well, look, uh, I mean, I I only read that because I felt the sentiment so truly myself. Mm-hmm. It's like the second I heard this song, I just was like, man, I really hope Tommy86 keeps this up for show. And so the fact that he <laughs> is there, I mean, I just got to say that boy Tommy86 is back. And <laughs> I want you all to know it. So let's listen, man. This is Phoenix by Tommy86.
And that was Tommy86 with the track Phoenix, Marco's second pick of the week on this wonderful High Five Friday. Tonight, Mecha Mako and Honeybeard show at the, uh, what the fuck's the venue? <laughs> <laughs> I reminded you guys on Monday, the Hard Rock mm-hmm. in Toronto. No, not the Hard Rock. That can't be what it's called. Hold on. Hard Cock? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> hard Luck. Hard Luck. Close. Um, hard Luck. So that's tonight. So if you're listening today and you're in the Toronto area, go to uh, the, tonight, man. The Hard Luck. That's really cool to see, man. I mean, so much stuff going on in Toronto now. And, uh, that's awesome, man. Always seems to have shit going on. Yeah, no, I'm happy about it. Oh, I should clarify something. So I picked up Mortal Kombat 11, all right? Yeah. People are complaining. I mean, there's several things people are complaining about. One of them is that it's kind of grindy. Okay. You know, you gotta play 50 matches with the same character to, you know, unlock this special gem so you can open up this fucking suitcase and, like, this kind of shit to, like, earn stuff. Mm. Yeah. And a lot of it's, like, very time-consuming. So people have a problem with that, like, the skill progression. It's that sort of loot box kind of stuff. Anyway, there was a glitch just yesterday where it was broken. So if you go into the crypt and you hold X, uh, you could, like, run to, like, these chests that you could only open if you had done a fatality 50 times with the same character. So, like, if you did Baraka's fatality 50 times, then you go into the crypt, you're allowed to open up the Baraka suitcase. But there was a glitch yesterday that if you held X when you entered the crypt, you could just run up to those suitcases and open them up without having earned it. Yeah. And I just ran into the crypt and it took, like, an hour of just (laughs) just running in and opening up chests and leaving and going back in. (laughs) Which goes to show how grindy the game is, because I didn't even earn any of that stuff, and it still Mm -hmm. took an hour to unlock. I can understand that but there was another issue people were having too and i sort of made fun of it on monday's show but i need to clarify my point because it has to do with people perceiving sort of censorship in the mortal Kombat mm-hmm. universe particularly with costumes and stuff but how about this <laughs> give me your third track and then we'll uh we'll talk well, about it ways are the best um <laughs> Uh, all right, so we've got a track here from Alex's new remix album. It's called Simulations Rebooted, and as it suggests, it is just a remix album for some great producers, including uh, Electric Dragon, who, by the way, I just listened to his interview on your show. That was really fun and uh, funny. I listened to it last night. A Tokyo Rose, Mecha Mako. So it's a remix album of uh, Simulations, which came out in September 2018. Uh, it's really good. I don't normally like remix albums, but this is phenomenal. And it's available at alexofficial.bandcamp.com. It is available for free download, too. And uh, so there's no excuse not to get it, Andy. Mm. Even you should get it. Um... The one I want to play off it, the one, the real high energy track that really stands out to me is Game Over featuring Rachel McAlpine, the Electric Dragon remix. Electric Dragon, I've heard of that guy. (laughs) All right, cool, man. Well, let's check it out. This is Alex with the track Game Over featuring Rachel McAlpine, the Electric Dragon remix. That is a big, long thing to say. (laughs) That's what she said. (laughs) That doesn't really work, does it? (laughs) (laughs) Does it ever? (laughs) No, it does sometimes quite well, actually. (laughs)
right, and that was Alex with the track Game Over featuring Rachel McAlpine, the Electric Dragon remix, Marco's third pick for this high five. And if you like Electric Dragon, go back one episode of Beyond Synth because he was on the last show. We had a fun chat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I heard you guys talking about me too. He goes, oh, yeah, yeah, I know, I know your music. It gets played quite often. Marco always picks your music. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's true. Did you hear Did you hear the bit at the end? Because we were talking about you, but we didn't use your name. Really? I must... Oh, I didn't hear the very end. I think I fucking passed out. Listen to the end, because he, he goes like, oh, and someone told me that uh, the word is that you suck at Mortal Kombat. Oh, no shit, he did it. <laughs> yeah, he did it. And then, and, then I, and then I talk about how Australians aren't to be trusted and stuff. That's towards the end. It's a funny little Oh, thing. God, I'm so, I feel bad because I didn't hear that. I should have known, because he asked me, any advice when I get on the show? And I said, yeah, just tell him, Andy sucks at Mortal Kombat 2. That's literally the advice I gave him. <laughs> So this whole remix album is pretty cool. Mm. So you should all go fucking get it. What is there, like seven tracks on here? Seven tracks, free download, like I said. So you've got no excuse not to get it. And uh, there's some really good remix. Uh, different remix there from Tokyo uh, Rose. And also Mecha Mako. She always brings the goods. Um, so her remix is great too. Oh, and I should tell you guys that uh, she'll be playing tonight at the Hard Luck <laughs> in Toronto with Honeybeard and Love Wizard. Wish I could make it. <laughs> so um, I wanted to clarify a point. Mm-hmm. With Mortal Kombat 11, it seems like this is another one of these franchises that's sort of uh, been engulfed by the culture war. And I was sort of making fun of the fact that people were complaining that the costumes weren't sexy anymore. I'm not saying that the company didn't deliberately do this for stupid reasons. Yeah. Like, you know, it could be like a social justice thing where they're like, you know, covering up the ladies. Of course it is. I'm just saying in this particular instance, I don't care. Yeah, fair enough. I'm not saying those people are wrong because I think the art director did specifically say in an interview like, yeah, we're changing the direction and we're not having the ladies in skimpy of costumes. Yeah. So I'm not saying that's not happening. I'm just saying for my personal taste for the Mortal Kombat franchise, I've never played it to see revealing characters. I know, it's silly. I mean, Mortal Kombat hasn't been one of the worst cases either, so... It's not out of character for the game itself. Like, so when people are saying, like, oh, this is a franchise that's known for sexual costumes, I'm like, I don't think it is. No, it's not. Mortal Kombat 9, yes, the costumes were very... They were very sexy costumes. Like, all the women were wearing, like, little tiny things and stuff. Mm -hmm. But that was just Mortal Kombat 9. And I remember even when I played Mortal Kombat 9, I thought, whoa, the costumes are really, like, revealing in this one. And all the women had gigantic breasts. Mm -hmm. And I remember thinking, these costumes are really over the top for Mortal Kombat. Because if you actually go through the history of the game, Mortal Kombat 1, Sonya's costume really isn't that crazy. Like, she's got leggings on and... There's no, like, exposed cleavage or anything. And, like, Katana, Melina in the second game, they wear fucking masks and, like, one-piece bathing suits. Yeah. They're not, like, thongs or anything. So, really, like, they didn't really get into, like, the overly sexualized characters until, like, Mm. like a decade into the franchise. So, the fact that people are saying, like, this is some kind of censorship, I would say that Mortal Kombat 9 was, like, the outlier. Mm. Like, that was the game that just, for whatever reason, they took the costumes really far in that particular game. And now they're sort of scaling it back. And so to me, I don't see a difference. Mm -hmm. The other thing people were complaining about was that Jax, if you beat the game with Jax, he goes back in time and stops slavery. (laughs) 
Really? Because it's a time travel game, right? Oh, jeez. Yeah. And so people are like, oh, look at that, man. Mortal Kombat's getting woke. Oh, my God. The endings in Mortal Kombat have always been what-if scenarios. Mm. So it doesn't matter. They don't count. Mm-hmm. It, when people are saying, like, oh, like, look at this. It breaks the continuity of the game. Raiden told them not to time travel. It doesn't even make sense. And, like, dude, play Mortal Kombat 1. Yeah. If you beat the game with Sub-Zero, he assassinates Shang Tsung. Obviously, that didn't happen. Yeah, exactly. If you beat the game with Raiden, he makes a new tournament for... For elder gods and they destroy the earth like that's his ending yeah. so the endings in mortal Kombat have always been like what if this person won and at the end of the day for the first three mortal Kombats, Liu kang always won Liu kang won that's the story that they followed yeah yeah which right. means everybody else's ending doesn't matter so people who are complaining they're just like oh yeah. Jax is stopping slavery it doesn't even make <laughs> sense with this character it's like it doesn't matter because this doesn't matter like it these yeah. endings don't count mm-hmm. i'm not saying the company isn't fucking getting woke i'm just saying and to me, it matters very little. The only thing I can honestly say, like, I, I agree with people, is that the progression system is a little grindy. A little grindy. A lot grindy. Mm. And they should fix that and maybe make the, the chests in the crypt like uh, cheaper to open or give you more money when you win. Lucky you lucky you found that glitch when you did, huh? You just happened to find it. It was. Yeah. Well, look, we, we uh, that was too much talking. Play me another song. All right. So a new EP has been released by Mota, another one of my favorite producers who's had a break for a while and it's really good to have him back. Now, I love this guy's music. It's very original what he does with it. Um, he's really got a unique sound. It's completely different to what everyone else is doing, um, which I always like to see. His new EP is called Last Train to Synthville. It's five-track EP available at motor.bandcamp.com. The track I want to play off it is his first single, and that is Automative. Yeah, it's a, that's a tricky one to say, because you want to be like, yeah. Aut- Automative? No, it's Auto... I would say Automative, too. Yeah, Automative. All right, cool. Well, let's fucking listen, man. This is uh, Motor with the track Automative.
And that was Automative by Motor, Marco's fourth pick for this high five from the album Last Train to Synthville. And I'm here with uh, with Marco on this lovely May the 3rd. Did you remember to get on the last train to Synthville, Andy? You don't want to miss that bloody train. I'm not too keen on riding in trains. I'll take the last Uber to Synthville. <laughs> all right, whatever works. <laughs> well, you got to be around all this fucking riffraff, all these people coughing all over the place and spreading their filth. You know what I mean? <laughs> I always hate uh, packed trains are the worst when it's peak, when you go in peak traffic, you know, and it's uh, and it's just packed and you're packed in like sardines. I fucking hate that shit. I like my space, you know. I like my space. Nothing gives me more anxiety than watching those videos of them fucking shoving the Japanese people <laughs> into the train. <laughs> those things are so bad. How do they do that? Where they're just packed in to the point where they have to be pushed and shoved in, like. It's insane. Like, it's funny, kind of, like, because I'm not there. But if I was there, oh, dude. and, like, you're one of the last people shoved in, so you're right next to the door, and so while the train's moving the whole time, you have this added fear of, like, what if this door just slides open and I fly out of this fucking thing? Like, that's what I would think. Or, if I was on the other side of the train, I would have the anxiety of, like, I couldn't leave this train if I wanted to. Yeah, yeah. That's probably the worst thing for me. It's like, I can't get out. And then that's what gives me the worst anxiety, you know? Oh, yeah. Because I've got that anxiety, too. That's why, like, you you know, sitting in, in the aisle, like when I'm in a movie theater. Yeah, if I wanted to duck out of here, I just could. You can just leave. And if I was at the back of one of those fucking sardine trains, sardine to trains. know that there's nothing you could do. I know. And imagine like being jammed up and like so people got to be right in your face, right? If you're packed in like that. Yeah. And it's, what, what if you're like in front of someone that's like a heavy smoker or someone with gum disease? Imagine that. <laughs> <laughs> you, just, you can't get out. You're stuck. You got to deal with that till the next stop at least. Yeah, are those weird, like, fraternizer people? Like, those ones that walk around and put their dick in a bag and, like, jerk off publicly? Oh, Jesus. Is that the word? <laughs> Hold on. Is fraternizer the word? I've never heard that word, I don't think. Oh, maybe I got the word wrong. It's the wrong word. It's something like that. You made it up. No, there, <laughs> there's a fucking word, and I just don't want to type public masturbator into Google, because I don't want them to oh, know. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, did. you start getting adverts for public masturbators. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever people would publish, like, wacky stories of Japan, yeah. that was always the thing. It's, like, these dudes who get onto trains and, like, just fucking rub up against people, like pervs. Oh, God, that's disgusting. And there was a word for it, and I felt like that was the word. Maybe it's, like, an O with, like, two dots over it. Anyway, I, I'm, look, I'm not going to look it up. How about that? Yeah. So for you people who are comfortable looking up weird things on the internet, I'm always very safe on the internet. Like, I don't like looking up weird things because then you get targeted ads or then fucking your Google yeah. account is I'll, just like, oh, this guy likes to fucking uh, go onto trains and whip his dick out, huh? Like, maybe <laughs> we should sell him some sneakers. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should sell him a trench coat. Yeah. <laughs> All of a sudden, my Instagram is just full of fucking beige trench coats and, like, knee-high socks. <laughs> I'm going to take your word for it. I'm not going to look it up either This on this occasion, Andy. <laughs> well, I don't know if you can take my word for it, because when I tried to search that word, nothing came up. So I think my word is worth nothing today. Um, But look, we got to we gotta fucking wrap this up, because we've been doing yeah. this for too long. So I what know, is... I'm going to go to work, too. Yeah. So tell me, your uh, what is your pick of the week? Okay, so my feature track this week week is from a band that I've been following closely since 2015 in their inception and uh, they've been really consistent bringing out good music they are called Drab Majesty they got a new album coming out on July 12 called Modern Mirror 
This track I'm going to play is the first single from the forthcoming album. It is amazing stuff. It is my favorite song of theirs, and I've had it on repeat for like three days now. They are touring as well. If you like what you hear, check them out. Uh, They are from Los Angeles originally, and they are in Austin, Texas on May the 10th, uh, Chicago May 17th, and then they're going through Europe and England. So do check them out. If they ever come to New York, my wife, Jazzy, and myself will be going to see them for sure. And uh, all right, sorry, that's a long introduction. But the track I wanted you to play was Ellipsis. All right, and this is Drab Majesty with Ellipsis.
And that was Ellipsis by Drab Majesty, Marco's pick of the week. Yeah, I love that track, Andy. It's got that uh, pure new wave sound that was prominent in the early 80s, early to mid 80s. Absolutely love it. So I can't wait for their album. Yeah, didn't uh, Glitbiter play with them? Not play with them, but I mean like she was one of the openers. <laughs> yeah, and I believe FM Attack was as well. Uh, I don't know if he played on that show or if he just went out to see them, but he had some great photos with them. I was like, ah, oh, so jealous. Oh yeah, and speaking of uh, FM Attack, well, we're going to wrap up for this week. Mm-hmm. So uh, thank you everybody for listening to this week's High Five. Uh, hope you all have a lovely weekend. Tune in to the next episode of Beyond Synth where my guest will be FM Attack. That is uh, next episode. Awesome. Awesome. Finally. Cool. I'm really looking forward to it. I love, I love FM Attack. He's a really cool guy and very interesting, funny, and very talented. Yeah. You got some cool weekend plans or what? No, I've got to do um, some boring stuff, to be honest. I've got to go do a five-hour driving course. Uh, even though I have a license in Australia and I drove there for 20 years or whatever, eventually moving here, you have to actually do the test and all the, go through the process. So you can't just transfer your license over, even though I've been driving here for a year. I can, I can legally drive with my Australian license, but eventually, I mean, you know, I have to get my um, American. So I'm going to do that on a Sunday. Five hours. I'm sure it's going to be like stupid videos. You know, those old videos oh, of yeah. how to drive. You know, so it's going to be great. Yeah. Well, good luck to you. Thank you. <laughs> I hope everybody enjoyed my picks. Um, and I'm looking forward to the high five next week. And also Beyond Synth with FM Attack. Really looking forward to that shit. I'm looking forward to it, too, because I still have to edit the damn thing, so. (laughs) It's like, I guess you'll be busy. (laughs) Yeah, it's like a surprise for me. Like, whenever I actually edit these interviews that I record, like, months in advance, I forget the shit we talked about. (laughs) That must suck, yeah. Yeah, so I hope hope everybody (laughs) likes us complaining about Star Wars, uh, (laughs) because you're going to hear some more of that. Oh, I'm definitely going to listen to that, then. (laughs) But look, uh, you have a lovely weekend, and everybody, uh, we'll catch you next time. This has been uh, Beyond Synth High Five. Catch you later. Thanks for listening If you enjoy the show, please consider supporting it by going to patreon.com slash beyondsynth or visit beyondsynth.com and click on support the show. Beyond Synth is made possible by the awesome Patreon supporters. Don't forget to follow Beyond Synth on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, and Stitcher. Live broadcasts can be heard weekly on Twitch at twitch.tv slash beyond underscore synth. Have a lovely week.